Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, and welcome to our world. On tonight's show, we have a jam-packed show for you. Let's talk about gun control. And I mean, seriously, let's talk about it, because in the last couple of weeks, two mass shootings, and I would say the time for talking about gun control is over. It's time for action. Also, the President of the United States, Joe Biden, only after 64 days and the press clamoring for everything they can get from him, he held his first press conference. How did that go? We've got some sound bites for you on that. Also, in entertainment showcase, Britney Spears officially files or her lawyers do, officially files to have her father completely removed from the conservatorship. We'll talk about that and much, much more. And with that, All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. All right, everybody. Welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. Hello, Almost. Are you with us? Yes, I am, John. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm glad Hunter's not on the show with us because Hunter does not like to talk about guns. <laughs> you know, um, so to the listeners, he's referring to my law partner and very close friend, Hunter A. Nunn, an excellent lawyer who um, – is an avid hunter and fisherman and um, enjoys uh, the, his right to bear arms and his, and his firearms in general. Okay, but you don't think that we're trying to take everybody's guns from them, right? Because I, I'm going to slap the next person that says that to me. Listen, everybody, <laughs> we are not trying to take your damn guns. We're trying to take guns that shoot off multiple rounds that there's no reason for those to actually be in the city to where stupid children can get to them. And I'm sorry if they have a mental problem. That doesn't matter when somebody gets murdered because they have a sex addiction or something like that. But we've been talking about gun control 
for years and years and years, yet nothing ever gets done because of the big, bad NRA. Would you agree with that almost? I mean, the NRA definitely has something to do with it, and the Republican Party um, uses guns as a leverage point, as I was just describing my law partner, who's a very intelligent man and a politically active man, is in fact a liberal and votes for Democrats, but um, does not like to vote for Democrats um, who have a hardline stance on gun control and was um, upset about, for example, Beto O'Rourke's statements um, on gun issues when he was running for the governor of Texas, excuse me, the senator of Texas. But um, I, I will say that your point that nobody's trying to actually take guns away from anyone else is apropos and a really good point, and it was echoed, I believe, two or three days ago by our uh, vice president, Harris who um, said, you know, the, the GOP and the NRA and people like that are pushing a false equivalent, a false choice. We can have reasonable regulation, you know, mandatory background checks, um, a limit on the number of assault weapons and the, the style of weapons without, like, taking away all of the guns. There's a difference between the two things. It's a false dichotomy, a fallacy. Absolutely. So that, that's exactly yeah. what I was talking about. But the Republicans have gotten it in everybody's mind, and I heard it on talk radio all day mm -hmm. long. They're coming for your guns. They're coming for your guns, just like he who would not be named. Um, it's just – it's crazy. I mean, we're not coming for your guns, guys. We're just not. We're and, not going to – And it's false. I mean, and, and so the point is, the point is, is it's, it's about messaging rather than policy. Um, you, you know, the, the Are policy you about is like defund the police. We never said we were well, going to defund the police. It, it's actually similar to that because, you know, defunding the police, quote unquote, from a policy perspective the actual thing that was being proposed was removing the police's funding for certain military weaponry and, you know, weapons of war. And that is a good policy. But the, the kind of messaging was very, very bad. Defund the police was a, was a poor message for what is ultimately a reasonable policy. Don't let the cops have a tank. Um, so, you know, the policy for gun control is not – has never been. The Democratic policy that is preference, you know, put forth by people like Biden and Harris it is not we're taking your guns. We're suspending the Second Amendment. You know, the, the right to bear arms no longer exists. That, has, that is not and has never been the policy. But the message that the Republican Party and the NRA have put out makes it seem like – that is the policy of the Democratic Party writ large, and that's false. It's, it's, a, it's a false narrative, and so the Absolutely. Democrats need to work harder to counter the messaging and, and say, you know, like just like you said, sir, we're not coming for the guns. 
Yes, we just want background checks you. and, and make, yeah. You have my word. We're, we just I'm want background checks. I'm not going to knock on your door yeah. and ask for your guns. I'm just not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Did you hear what right. the court ruled today about the Second Amendment? Um, I'm sorry. I don't think I have. Which court? Okay, so they ruled that um, – hold on. Let me get this right because this is important. Yeah. But it said something to the effect of uh, you cannot carry – whether you have a license or you don't have a license, you cannot carry a, a gun. It, it, I, I, I saw I saw the uh, headline. Yeah, I, my understanding is that an appellate court, a federal appellate district, a federal appellate circuit court, um, uh, and I, I haven't fully read this, but my understanding is that a federal appellate circuit court issued a uh, injunction um, stating that uh, one cannot open carry a firearm without a license. I believe. Okay, so I'm actually looking it up right now because I shouldn't mm-hmm. do that to you because I know the court says no guns. See if that I think it has something to do with the carrying. Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, federal appeals just almost is always right. It was a appeals court says <laughs> States can restrict open carry firearms. And let me read exactly. Um, yeah. On Wednesday, that states may restrict the open carrying of guns in public, a major ruling that is certain to be appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. Hostile to the <laughs> limits <laughs> on the Second Amendment, of course. I I was I just put it on Facebook and I was just chastised and you're coming to get my guns and you, you can't have my guns and it's like where in this article does it say we're coming to get your guns it says you can't take them outside anyway the, the nine because you can't open search- carry without a license if you if you have a license in these states you can open carry that's all it says I, I think if I let me let me keep reading this, but I think it doesn't matter yeah. whether you have a license or not. I think they ruled oh, okay. you cannot take a, 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 a firearms in public, rejecting the challenge from Hawaii resident George Young, who sued the state for denying his bid to carry a handgun outside his home. Let's see. The court mm-hmm. said the ruling comes at a time of heightened national discussion over the scope of the Second Amendment following mass shootings, which is right what we're talking about, in Colorado and Atlanta this month. The White House is weighing in on this issue and will respond. Well, so so big picture. But let's make sure. I want to make sure what we're doing here. So So, so big picture, big picture. Let's talk about, you know, the difference between. Real quick, this is about the license park that you were talking about. Hawaii's law specifically bans residents from openly carrying firearms if they don't have a license to do so. Licenses are Mm -hmm. given only to residents who can prove they need a firearm because of the reason to fear injury to person or property. The judge wrote, uh, contours of the government power to regulate arms in the public square is at least this. The government may regulate, even prohibit in public places, including government buildings, churches, schools, markets, 
the open carrying of a small arms capable of being concealed, whether they are carried or concealed or openly, our review of more than 700 years of English and American legal history reveals a strong theme that government has the power to regulate the arms in the public square, he continued. History is messy, and the record is not uniform, but the overwhelming evidence from the states constitutes that the statutes, the cases, and the camaraderies that we never assume that individuals have an unfeathered right to carry weapons in public spaces with a license Mm -hmm. or without a license. Judge, Mm -hmm. boy, I'm not even going to try to call this guy's name because I will never get it. Judge, in his ruling, makes the Second Amendment an I-N-K-B-L-O-T. The world is out of it. Inkblot. What What does that mean? Um... Uh, <laughs> it's like a, uh, it's a, it's a type of, um, oh gosh, what is an ink blot? You like, uh, like a Rorschach test. It's like a, a, a piece of paper with a blot of ink on it with a bunch of, with a, I, I don't understand that writer's analogy. What I do understand is that that judge accurately reviewed the history of English and American jurisprudence and determined correctly that there has always been the government's ability to, in Western common law, there has always been an ability for a regulation on the carrying of certain firearms. It's even contained the words well-regulated militia are contained in the Second Amendment itself. And so the... um, right wing's spurious arguments that you know any regulation of any form of gun you know any form of gun control a background check or something like that is unconstitutional it just is not accurate um if there were a law that tr- attempted to ban all firearms that likely would be unconstitutional um almost certainly but a law that requires somebody to um get a license to carry open or get a license to concealed carry or, um, you know, bans a bump stock, which is used to convert a semi-automatic rifle into an automatic rifle. Like those regulations are clearly and obviously constitutional, but all three of those regulations I just, just described have been sued over by the right wing and the GOP and the NRA, etc., cetera, um, at claiming that they're unconstitutional. It's a wedge issue that they use in elections to sway people like Hunter. But the, the, the truth of the matter is, is it's spurious. They, I mean, it's, it's an unserious challenge because, okay, as so, the judge said, 700 years of legal history <laughs> were obviously able to regulate this. A long amount of legal Okay, so it further goes on. Today, a majority of our court has decided the Second Amendment does not mean what it says. Instead, the majority holds that while the Second Amendment may guarantee the right to keep a firearm for self-defense within one's home, it provides no whatsoever, no right whatsoever to bear or carry the same firearm for self-defense in any other place. So it doesn't say outside. It just says that the only place you should have it is your home. 
Well, I'm not so sure that that person's analysis is correct. I disagree with that person's analysis. What's the that judge? Was, what you just read me was that, was that the judge? judge's writing? Okay. I, 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 I think did, so. maybe I'm not understanding. Maybe I'm not understanding what he's saying there because I I, I do think that the the, the Second Amendment does not you have, you have grant an unfettered. Give access to your computer. Not right the second. Not right the second. The, 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 my understanding is that the Second Amendment does not grant an unfettered right to carry arms in public. Um, and I'm surprised that there's a legal challenge that I suppose I shouldn't be because of um, the prior spurious challenges like we just described. But, um, I mean, look, the, the judge was right. It's, it's, not, it's a non-serious challenge, and the fact that they're going to attempt to appeal it to the United States Supreme Court, it just shows how little these people actually care about politics. It's not about – excuse me, about policy. It's not about policy. It's about politics and power. Um, yeah. They're trying to use the gun control issue as a wedge issue to drive a wedge so individuals don't focus as much on the fact that Elon Musk and uh, Jeff Bezos combined, two individual persons, two humans, control more wealth than approximately 375 million other Americans. It it makes the – it makes the charge for we're coming for their guns. We're coming for them. I mean, now you can't exactly. even carry it's your own gun outside when you have a license. <laughs> well, and that's that's what I'm saying, sir. It's it's unserious of it's it's propaganda. It's not um it's it's not being done because they believe they're likely to win. Um, it, it's being done for the purposes of politics and remaining in power to drive a wedge. Um, and so, you know, and so we're not focused on taxes and war and uh, income inequality and uh, you know climate change and other and healthcare. Um, you know, we're, we're universal healthcare, climate change, education, paid family leave. You know, these these are policies that are generally popular. Um, That's right. And, and but people will vote against against Democrats who sh- who champion those policies for the sole purpose of they're not afraid that watch. Democrats are going to take away their guns and it's, not it's BS. On my the watch. whole thing's BS. I, I will mm-hmm. get on the buildings and scream from the highest that we can. By the way, we're <laughs> five hundred and eleven thousand followers on all our social media now. I'm getting my goal. Eleven. I was looking at Instagram. Do you remember when? Do you remember when I saw you Sunday and where we were? Yes. We're yes. almost at two hundred and eighty thousand followers on Instagram alone. Real quick, let's, amazing. Uh, that music means we need to take a quick break. So uh, mm-hmm. I did find something the Supreme Court said about this, and I want to read it when we come back. This is all you need to know. Sure. Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. Our show tonight is brought to you by American Wealth Group USA. Go on Facebook and uh, send them a private message, and you get 50% off their debt negotiation services. Make sure you say that you heard about it on All You Need to Know Radio. Also, make sure 
Remember, Ty Herndon was here, country music star, country music star. Make sure that you go and uh, join his new fan club. That's on all our social media. Once again, follow us on all social media. If you're not following All You Need to Know Radio, you're not in the know. I'm John Hollywood, your host. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Driving less. Isn't it time car insurance companies offer a discount for that? At Elephant Insurance, we do. Elephant's new work-from-home discount is simple. The more days you work from home, the bigger your discount. Elephant's easy online tools show you ways to save, helping you find dependable coverage that fits your needs. That's insurance on your terms. See how much you can save with Elephant's new work-from-home discount. Get a quote today at Elephant.com. Helper from investors. I wish I had bought Amazon or Netflix when they were first recommended by The Motley Fool. I'd be sitting on a gold mine. And it's true. If you had invested in Amazon when we send a buy alert at $15.31 per share, you'd be up 12,000%. Or if you had invested in Netflix when we recommended it at $1.85 per share, you'd be up 18,000%. And while Amazon and Netflix have had a good run, we think these five other stocks are screaming buys. And you can buy them now for less than $49 a share. You can grab a copy of five growth stocks under $49 for free for a limited time only. Now, don't look back five years from now regretting that you failed to act. Simply click to enter your email, and we'll send you your five free stock picks directly to your inbox. Hey, is anybody out there looking for some advertising that you will definitely get some response from? Well, All You Need to Know Radio is ready to open up our market, and we're only going to be taking just a few people as uh, commercials, and we have a executive sponsor at this time. However, we are always looking for different things. If you're interested in advertising with us, you get personalized service like uh, this is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. I write your own commercial. I ask you a few questions about your business. And um, we can talk about price. We can talk about uh, me voicing the commercial. We can talk about how we can help your business expand, and it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Once again, All You Need to Know Radio wants to know, do you want to make some more money for your business? If you do, then go to All You Need to Know Radio on Facebook and let us know. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. That is the beautiful, one of the most incredible voices on this planet, Christina Aguilera. Welcome back to um, America and around the world's number one show in our time slot. It is incredible. Please make sure you're telling all your friends and family about us. Uh, Right now, we're talking about gun control. And, uh, hey, almost, you want to explain to our audience the ruling that happened today so I don't mess it up? Yeah, sure. So um, uh, we were describing a um, appellate court ruling um, essentially denying a um, claim 
that Hawaii's statute to which prevents the open carry of a firearm except when a person has a license to open carry the firearm. And just to be very, very clear for your listeners, open carry means the gun is visible. It's not a concealed carry. You can see the gun on a person's hip like a police officer or, I guess, presumably flung over their back or something. Um, and the, the person who was making the legal challenge said that that licensing requirement was unconstitutional, that it violated that person's right to bear arms under the Second Amendment because he couldn't walk around with his gun outside unless he had a license. The appellate court, uh, so uh, it was not the trial court, but the, the, the trial court actually said, sir, you're wrong. And then the appellate court agreed with the trial court after the trial court was appealed. Um, and the appellate court apparently, and I have not read the opinion, but the appellate court apparently made a extensive um, historical and legal research project out of this and uh, determined that uh, years and years and years of legal precedent make clear that a person does not have it does not have the right to bear arms um, so freely that the state does not have the authority to require them to have a license. It can, it can be regulated. The open carrying of a firearm can be regulated. And, and in know, my opinion, go ahead, it's I'm an sorry. obvious freaking decision. No, you're fine, exactly. sir. You're fine. In my, I was going to move to the analysis because I was just kind of doing the news explaining it. But then from my perspective, it's an obvious decision. Clearly and obviously, it's reasonable for the government to be able to say, if you want to walk around with your guns out, we need to make sure that you're not a crazy person, so you need to have a license. Do you think it um, has anything and, to do with January the 6th and people were just walking around with weapons around, you know? To, to be perfectly frank with you, I think that it's the same folks who were involved in both, like the um, curse of the expensive <laughs> federal <laughs> United States district course and appellate, appellate case, that person, whoever filed that appeal, has a lot of money for legal fees. Right. Um, and, you know, whether it's um, him personally backing it, or much more likely, he's, his legal fees are being are either being given to him both pro bono by a right wing law firm, or are being paid for by some sort of right wing nonprofit or um, uh, political action committee, which is pretty common. Um, so you know, your question is, does it have anything to do with January sixth? And I don't think it's. The, I think the answer is not directly. I don't think it's a one to one thing. But I think the same folks who supported that type of an insurrection um, are also likely to be similar to the folks who support the unfettered right to open carry firearms down the street. Okay, so, C so CNN goes on to say, if the Supreme Court mm -hmm. does address the case, it would bring a rare <laughs> ruling from the high court on the scope of the Second Amendment an issue mm -hmm. that has been dodged since issuing two landmark opinions in 2008 and 2010. Mm -hmm. 
Gun rights mm-hmm. advocates and even some of the justices themselves have expressed frustration that the court has declined to further define the scope of the right as the lower courts across the country have upheld restrictions. And then mm-hmm. uh, Neil, K-A-T-Y-A-L, a former top lawyer in the Obama administration, mm-hmm. he sent out a tweet, and it says, this, it's really a victory state of Hawaii and the common sense gun regulation everywhere. You agree with that? Uh, I do. And Neil K. Tian is a very serious and excellent attorney. Um, I, I trust him. Um, I, 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 I trust him implicitly, and I agree with that specific statement. All right. So thank you for that. I'm sorry to hit you with mm-hmm. that. Uh, that's good. why. I, I probably should send you the stuff we're going to talk about because I, you know, you do have other things going on. Um, talk about, and this is going to be something that's not going to be a lot of fun, but we've got mm. to have this conversation. And the conversation mm-hmm. is gun laws, gun control. Yes. There has mm-hmm. got, there has been way too many talk of, amongst everybody and so much thoughts and prayers, and I've just had it up to – I'm so frustrated over this because people are mm-hmm. dying that don't need to die. Like people mm-hmm. like our dumbass senator, Senator Ted Cruz, who while Texas was freezing our ass off and had no electricity, had no water, had no access to food, he and his family jump on a flight and go to Cancun. And think they're going to get away with that. I mean, during a global this, pandemic, no less. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, and that even makes it worse. But the thing is, is that I think that talking about gun control talk is, I think it's a done. I think it's time mm-hmm. for action. So say you had the, the power almost, what would be the mm-hmm. very first thing you would do to help and try to get our gun pandemic it really is i mean it's killing thousands of people and we've got sex addicts that can go buy a i guess a rifle that can shoot multiple rounds uh the same day and he goes in and kills people at a spa now we'll tell you i actually think there might be a little bit of seriousness to the sex addict and the reason is i do too actually i watched bill maher and I love Bill mm-hmm. Maher, by the way. And mm-hmm. the way the way that he interviews people and the way he reels you in, I'm trying because when he was talking to uh, one of his guests, he's like, you know, listen, why is it so hard to believe that this guy thought that these were sinners, and so that's why he targeted a massage parlor. And they happen to be Asian, but I don't think this is a racial thing. And I know I'm going to get killed on the internet. No, Save your. Sean, I agree with you. You do? Yes. I, I think that if you look at the contemporaneous reports, like the guy made a confession um, for the Atlanta shootings, he was caught um, that evening or that afternoon, and he made a confession. And his confession is compelling 
evidence to me that it, w- it was a hate crime, but it was a misogynistic hate crime. It was a crime targeting women and sex workers, not a crime targeting Asians specifically. Um, that's my perception. Um, I, I do think that uh, there is a chance that I am wrong and he was lying. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is that I think every female victim was, in fact, an Asian woman. Um, so you, that's, you can't escape that at a time when Asian Americans are truly subject to an increase in racism and attacks because of um, Donald Trump's ridiculous racism with regards to the coronavirus. Really? But yeah. I, I think this particular thing, the spa shooting in, in – in, um, or the spa shootings in um, – the Atlanta area was in fact a misogynistic hate crime Absolutely. like um, Elliot Rogers or Anders Brevnik. And it was not a, um, a, a racist hate crime like we've seen other people commit. Right. And don't call and everybody mm-hmm. out there. Don't call me a racist, but I'm sorry. The majority of the ladies that work at these massage parlors that I know of since my life is, is Asian women. So right. to scream that it's a race, it's it's a racist thing. We don't need that kind of thing right now. I mean, we need to right. be focusing. Our world has enough catastrophes than to throw another racist statement in there. And I'm sorry, I'm, I have this pulpit, and I'm going to say what I feel. And I know I'm telling everybody out there: save your hateful emails, your death threats, whatever. This is my opinion, and thank God I'm glad that almost agrees with me because well, everything, I, I would is not say race, that, everything is not about race, and I'm so sick of it. The, the, the two of us agree that there is a real rise in anti-Asian hate crimes and racial tension and bias um, in America right now. That is true, and I think you and I agree with that. This particular exact crime was not one of them that's i think that's the distinction to make and thank you for making that distinction because you're exactly Mm -hmm. right what i'm trying to say is that i'm so tired of everybody screaming race 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 race. yeah i'm sick of it Mm -hmm. i'm sick of it i mean right because because more more divides the classes than the races and you know Exactly. I was going to go there too. I agree. Um, so you know the idea that we have to look at every item through a racial lens, where a better lens to look at it is, you know, I don't want to make an excuse for the shooter. I think he was a sick, disgusting criminal. Okay. Um, but, and this is a big but, which is, you know, understand I think he's a disgusting criminal, deserves to be uh, imprisoned for mass murder. Um, but he, he did have a mental health condition, probably. And, um, you know, mental health care and, uh, and helping people with economics and access to appropriate um, information about how to access services for mental health is a way to reduce this type of mass murder and gun violence. Um, And, you know, in any discussion 
talking about gun control if we don't also talk about mental health care? Because, you know, what is the biggest cause of gun-related deaths? Suicide. Not, not mass shootings, suicide. So, you know, in any discussion about gun control and gun-related deaths, absolutely we could talk about um, closing the uh, loopholes for background checks, um, perhaps things like waiting periods and red flag laws, um, that, so we can legislate or make policies specific or specific to the gun as an item, but then there are also societal other other political things, other policy items like mental health care and um, and uh, income inequality that we can do that can address some of the uh, deaths by despair that ultimately often frequently involve guns. Um, Why? So there, Why there's a lot on the table a there. Deal to wait. If you, I mean, I know you want it now. It's like, you know, from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the little girl that turns, <laughs> you know, I want to oop now. But, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want it right now, we, we've got a major problem with this. And no one seems to be doing anything about it. And I think Biden is getting ready to do something by executive order because he's sick of it. And mm-hmm. I think he's actually thrown the possibility of everything being bipartisan. I don't think he's worried about that anymore because he sees that are being out and out obstructionists and they're not mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. anything. And on this next topic, I'm getting ready to tell you, I'm really interested to think, see what you think. Um, mm-hmm. So that would, that would be the first thing, the mental health part of it. So would there be a registry, or how would that work? Well, um, to be clear, I'm unlike my law partner, Hunter, I'm not really into guns. I don't know tons about it, and a subject matter expert should be the person who writes the policy. That said, I think some kind of common sense policies that most people can agree on is that it is reasonable to have a criminal background check for every single gun purchase, no matter who, no matter where, no matter what, that occurs in the United States. Um, that's, I don't think that's a, a crazy thing to ask for. I also like the idea of having red flag laws such that um, if a person has um, a concern that a family member or loved one, someone close to them, is about to commit um, a serious act of gun violence, like a school shooting, um, they are allowed to petition the court beforehand to get the court to issue an order seizing that person's firearms. Um, oh, hold and, on, hold on. Um, Let me understand. Yeah. If I'm a parent mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think my child is going to go and shoot up a school, I have to go petition mm-hmm. a court? I just can't call the police? Well, <laughs> so you can really? call the police, and you probably should call the police, but I'm saying um, under current existing law, there is no mechanism for the government to take the guns from a person who is likely to go on a rampage or is experiencing a mental break, okay? 
So my idea, or it's not my idea, an idea that other people have had that I believe has been effectuated in some states is, um, I think it's called a red flag law, and and basically um, people who see a bunch of red flags with a disturbed individual or a person experiencing a mental break that they know to have guns can go and petition the court and say – this guy's a few days away from killing people. Take all of his guns and put a flag so he can't buy more. And um, that would give people like school teachers or parents or even, you know, concerned friends and neighbors the ability to raise the red flag. Hey, this person is deranged and have the didn't, government legally take their guns. And, the and that doesn't exist right now. To that effect, where her son was stocking guns or rifles or something and then he actually killed her and went to the school and killed people at the school too I, or i'm not I certain i'm familiar wrong? with the case here I, I just i'm not sure i'm not sure i'm familiar with that specific case okay it, it was something to the effect of it came up that if you think somebody is mentally ill that you know you talked about petitioning the court and i said why can't you just call the police <laughs> Because when she called the police, they told him, has he done anything yet? And she said, no, but I yeah. think he's going to. <laughs> exactly. And when they, and uh, when they call the cops and, the, and, the, and he hasn't yet committed a crime, that, then the cops have no reason to take his, his weapons. But if you, put, if you have the red flag law in place, you could go get an emergency order from a judge, and then the cops will come over and take his weapons. And you, you see how that's a change? Um, I think that that's a positive change. Um, another, another potentially positive change – yeah, yeah, another potentially positive change, and you referenced this in the uh, open to the show, is – um, and I want to be very, very careful here because I'm really not an expert in guns. But I, I think that it would make sense to um, limit certain particular um, makes and models of guns that are um, specifically designed for, for, for killing people um, and for, uh, you know, the, the, the most common one referenced is the AR-15, which has been used in a bunch of mass shootings, including the one uh, the other day in Boulder. Um, the, the, it would make sense to to say, you know, this gun is not for self-defense. This gun is not for hunting. This gun is for offensively killing people, and individuals don't have the right to have that particular gun. Um, or, or similar makes with certain particular items. We already limit particular things. Regular citizens can't buy a flamethrower. Regular citizens can't buy a tank. Um, it's not so crazy, and it's almost certainly constitutional in my view, to say regular citizens can't buy an AR-15. I think that that's a more I mean, um, extreme would, view. Then what, what, what the Democrats are actually propounding for what what would I mean, because I put it on Facebook and all mm -hmm. everybody would tell me about 400 people. Seriously. I mean, I got mm -hmm. trashed on Facebook about this. It was that right. you're taking it away from me and it's my right to have it. But uh, I'm like, and, okay, and my, my I point is, okay, right. I understand that you're mm -hmm. right. But that's not giving mm -hmm. me the answer to why do you need such a weapon to protect your family, to protect your home. I mean, 
how many rounds? I'm not a I'm not a, an expert in guns either, but I just know mm-hmm. that I'm tired of sending thoughts and prayers to families. I'm tired of hearing about mass shootings for kids that just want to be popular from the Columbine. I mean, didn't we not learn anything? And the answer is no, we didn't. We do the thoughts and the prayers, and we say we're going to do something, and then we never do anything. And we what happened is Republican, Republicans learned that they could win elections by using guns as a wedge issue. That's what we learned. But they're lying. They're saying we're going to take their guns. And once again, Correct. let's say it on this broadcast. I'm going to say it with me. We're not going to take your guns. I promise We're you. not going to take your guns. <laughs> Everybody out there, I promise you, I am not going to come and knock on your door. And I promise you there is no Democrat that's going to do it. A Republican may do it just to prove a point. But there's no Democrat that's going to come and knock on your door and take your guns. They're just not going to do that. It's just that's just what the the GQP, the Repu- the former Republican Party, has made up. And you know, it's sad that human beings are actually that stupid that they would believe something like that. Really, they're coming to take my guns. Give me a break. Do, do you recall? I, I think it was after the. Um... Uh, uh, the, the the Parkland school shootings in Florida, I think it was in 2016 or 2017, there was talk about gun control. And Donald Trump, the, the Republican president, literally said, we'll take the guns first and do due process later. The, the only people who, the only politician who has publicly stated that they were going to take guns away from the American people in the last in my living memory, in my lifetime, was the Republican president. Not I actually Democrats. do remember that, and I remember mm-hmm. thinking, oh, my God, if he can get this done, okay. I mean, Yeah, it would be good. I mean, because he does have the Republicans scared of him for some reason. I don't know. He's just a fat orange man, but and he doesn't even have social media <laughs> any longer. Um, Although he says he's about to start his own, but that's a whole other thing. We're not going to give any credit to that. But mm-hmm. what what do you think Joe Biden will do if you were just going to guess under an executive order? Well, I'm honestly not certain, and I think under executive orders, I, I, I'm not certain what is and is not constitutional um, for for him to do via executive order. I do, I do think it would make sense to at least try to close what what's widely known as the gun hole, gun show loophole. Um, I, I do think that that's something that's probably doable via executive action. Um, I, I'm not certain whether or not – I mean, the problem is he's got such an expansive agenda. Like, you know, they want to pass voting rights. Um, they want to pass infrastructure. They want to pass um, – uh, uh, tax reform and like th- those three things voting rights infrastructure tax reform are you know that's every single one of those is going to take significant political capital and so I don't know if they're actually going to take legislative action on gun control during this session um, well this maybe in in 22 yeah go ahead so 
$3 trillion is the answer to the question you just asked for the uh, infrastructure. Um, yeah. And Mayor Pete, you know, he is the man in charge mm-hmm. of that. And so very, very happy about that. And I know he'll do what needs to be done. But the thing is, is that you just brought up something that we're going to talk about on next week's show because we just don't have enough time right now. Mm-hmm. Why are the Republicans going out of their way in almost every state, 200, almost 260 amendments to stop people from voting? I mean, they're wanting to close voting on Saturdays, and they want to close voting in minority places. And it's so blatantly racist that it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to talk about it right now, but that's something right. that – Right. It's, it's a major topic, about. and I'm happy to talk about it next week or – yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And almost – I've kept you almost the entire hour. Would you like your uh, – your Yes, please. Um, All right. Here we go. And, and thank you. And it's, it's my real pleasure to talk about it's my real pleasure to talk about the issues of the day here on this platform. Thank you very much again, as always. Um, for all of our listeners, um, first first things first, please get vaccinated. In my state of Texas, they've recently um, opened vaccinations to all adults. Everyone is eligible. Um, many other states are following suit. Everyone get vaccinated. Um, if you haven't already been vaccinated. Um, Go to your um, state's Department of Health and Human Services website, and you should be able to register for the vaccine. Um, The other things to say are um, continue to hold the Democrats' feet to the fire with regards to accountability for the insurrectionists and criminals who were in the past administration, and continue to hold out hope for... um, excellent changes on things like voting rights, uh, taxes, war, the environment, and health care in an aggressive Biden administration. Um, And thank you for your time and good evening. All right, guys. So that was Almost Warriors with Warriors and Nun, always joining us on uh, just an amazing guy. When we come back, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the President of the United States, oh my God, he did his first press conference and he waited only 64 days. How did the vulture press treat the sitting president that's barely been in office? Keep in mind that Donald Trump made sure that Joe Biden had no transition time. That's why it was so important and now we're paying the price. I'm John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. Our show tonight is brought to you by American Wealth Group USA. If you are needing debt settlement or debt counseling, that's the company you need to call. Go to Facebook, actually, and uh, send them a private message. And if you do it within the next hour, you'll get 50% off their incredible debt settlement services. Once again, American Wealth Group USA. They're on all social media. It's the exclusive sponsor of All You Need to Know Radio. So on the other side, you're going to get to hear two different questions the president's asked and the way they ask him. Pretty sad. No wonder somebody doesn't want to hold a press conference. This is Creed. Arms wide open. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. 
Dinner time is my time to shine. Grab some piping hot chicken, young man. Much better than microwave hot dogs. Right, Dad? Eat up. I'm doing the cooking tonight. So pick up a KFC $20 fill-up today. Saturday only at Ashley Home Store's one-day sale. Buy one, get one half off. Buy this sofa, get the love seat half off. Or get 0% interest for four years plus three months payment assistance. Don't miss it. Saturday only at Ashley Home Store. To clean their gutters. Dad, I keep telling you it's dangerous. Climbing ladders is too dangerous. Leaf Filter puts an end to that. So how does it work? Leaf Filter's three-piece system filters out leaves and debris, letting water flow through freely. Do we need to replace our gutters? Great question. Leaf Filter can be installed right on top of your existing gutters. We're sold. Call 833-LEAF-FILTER or go to getleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection and estimate. Are you tired of hearing your phone ring over and over and over again every single day, day and night, and they just won't stop? No matter how many times you block their phone numbers, no matter how many times you tell them that you can't pay them, they still harass you. Hi, this company is called American Wealth Group USA, and they are ready to go to work for you today. If you are tired of not knowing what to do with your debt, they have the answers for you. With over 30 years of experience of the CEO of this company in the credit and debt industry, he knows and his company knows all the ins and outs of what creditors can and cannot do to consumers. So they may not be lawyers. However, they do know the law and they do have access to lawyers. So if this sounds good to you and you are tired of being in debt, let me tell you something. Right now is one of the best times to jump on this. Call 469-399-6390. That is 469-399-6390. You can also find this them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at American Wealth Group USA. Listen. It's a scary thing out there when you have debt, and it's more scary when we have a pandemic that is going on in our country right now, and you're like, okay, what do I do here? Um, do I pay my bills or do I put food on my table? Let me answer that question directly to you. You put food on your table. Your bills will wait. One good thing about this, though, is that your creditors are sitting back not knowing if they're going to get paid or not. So right now, you need the experience and the expertise of American Wealth Group USA to go to work for you right now and settle your debts for pennies on the dollar. We have settled debts owed of American Express of a guy that had cancer. He owed over $140,000, and once we proved to American Express he had cancer, we settled it for $5,000, two payments. And this guy was ecstatic. And by the way, yes, he did survive his cancer. So understand there is something you can do to stop those phone calls, to stop the mail, to stop the just craziness of debt collecting. 
It is a very frustrating thing, especially if you don't know what they can and cannot do. Also, be aware there are a lot of scam artists out there, and under federal law, no debt settlement company or debt negotiation company can take any money from a consumer unless they have collected from your creditors. That is not legal advice. It's just the federal law. And we want to make sure everybody is playing by the rules. So why not give someone a call that knows the rules inside and out, over 30 years of experience, American Wealth Group USA, for... Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we are live on Instagram right now, everyone in America and around the world. So thank you so much for your support. You make us number one every single week. Uh, We're actually about to hit 280,000 followers on Instagram. And that is from last week. We had... 269,000. So you guys do the math, and uh, that means we must be doing something right. All right. So uh, once again, the show tonight is brought to you by American Wealth Group USA. Um, If you need help with debt, they can help you. Call 469-399-6390 or go to Facebook and send them a private message. All right. So uh, Joe Biden, you know, the president that's been in office for less than 90 days and uh when he was able to actually get into the white house (laughs) and actually do the transition that normally normally uh just so you know presidents are given like 90 days to get everything in place that way they've got their cabinet members in place they've got their immigration policies in place Understand, Joe Biden is having to do this on the fly because of uh, he who will not be named, except hopefully in criminal charges, uh, just type in his name in Google, and there are a lot of criminal charges that are getting ready to fall on he who will not be named. So um, let's listen to the press and how they go after our president. Here we go. People are coming, uh, talking about in-country problems, saying that it happens every year. You blame the last administration. Sir, I just got back last night from a reporting trip to the border where I met nine-year-old Joseph, who walked here from Honduras by himself, uh, along with another little boy. He had that phone number on him, and we were able to call his family. His mother says that she sent her son to this country because she believes that you are not deporting unaccompanied minors like her son. That's why she sent him alone from Honduras. So, sir, you blame the last administration, but is your messaging in saying that these children are and will be allowed to stay in this country and work their way through this process encouraging families like Joseph to come? Well, look. The idea that I'm going to say, which I would never do, 
If an unaccompanied child ends up at the border, we're just going to let him starve to death and stay on the other side. No previous administration did that either, except Trump. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. That's why I've asked the Vice President of the United States yesterday to be the lead person on dealing with focusing on the fundamental reasons why people leave Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador in the first place. People want to know why Joe Biden doesn't want to, doesn't do press conferences. Well, first of all, he who will not be named, the former administration, he liked to hear himself talk. He liked to hear himself in front, he liked to see himself in front of the camera. It was an egotistical, it was an ego thing for this guy. Uh, regardless, he's gone. He's irrelevant until he's put in handcuffs, which I can't wait. And then trust me, we will be saying his name. We will be posting everything about him. Until then, he's not relevant to anything we're doing, except because of his actions, this administration is struggling to get their policies in place because of them not having the time to transition. Listen to, um, you know, the filibuster because Joe Manchin, I want you to remember Senator Joe Manchin, Senator, we're coming for you. We're going to find out who's paying you off because the way you're voting is Republican and you are a Democrat and you are a pain in the ass. And so, we are going to start looking into seeing who's giving you money. I've already gotten a few emails, Mr. Manchin, that say you're not a good guy. You're not, you're, you know, you keep trying to say that you're trying to hold the bird, bird rule. Give me a freak, freaking break. Right now, the Democrats, have the, for the very first time, are able to actually start making law and making changes where the Republicans – uh, Mitch McConnell would sit on, I think it was 400 bills and amendments that were sitting on his desk, including a Supreme Court nominee by Barack Obama, the greatest president we've ever had. And so the Republicans have no interest in govern- governing. The GQP, former Republican Party, they, they have no interest in doing anything besides being paid and draining our checkbook this is so there is a filibuster and i think it's time the filibuster is gone the republicans would have already done it while we haven't done it i don't know here we go if the filibuster was a relic of the jim crow era do you agree yes if not why not abolish it if it's a relic of the jim crow era Successful electoral politics is the art of the possible. Let's figure out how we can get this done and move in the direction of significantly changing the abuse of even the filibuster rule first. It's been abused from the time it came into being by an extreme way in the last 20 years. Let's deal with the abuse first. It sounds like you're moving closer to eliminating the filibuster. Is that correct? I answered your question. You also just made some news by saying that you are going to run for re-election. I said that is my expectation. 
So is that a yes that you are running for re-election? Look, I'm, I, I don't know where you guys come from, man. I've never been able to travel. I'm a great respecter of fate. I've never been able to plan four and a half, three and a half years ahead for certain. And if you it, do, if you do run, will Vice President Harris be on your ticket? I would fully expect that to be the case. She's doing a great job. She's a great partner. She's a great partner. And do you believe you'll be running against former President Trump? Oh, come on. I don't even think about. It. I don't. Have, I have no idea. I have no idea whether it'll be a Republican Party. Do you? I know you don't have to answer my question, but I mean, you know, do you? I mean, look, this is the way I view things. I become a great respecter of fate in my life. I set a goal of this that's in front of me to get things done for the people I care most about, which are hardworking, decent American people who are getting really having it stuck to them. I want to change the paradigm. I want to change the paradigm. We start to reward work, not just wealth. Okay, so if you want to know why Joe Biden doesn't want to do press conferences, for one thing, he doesn't have to do a press conference. That's what he has a press secretary for. Once again, the person before him liked to hear himself talk. So the fact that Joe Biden is not doing a press conference is not a bad thing. And for the, the, the press to uh, just constantly hound him, when are you going to do it, when are you going to do it, and been a countdown on CNN is shameful, and you should be, you, all of you should be uh, ashamed of yourself. Anderson Cooper, Chris Cuomo, all of you guys need to get off the president's back. He's been in office less than 90 days, stepped into the biggest mess that any president has ever stepped in in the history of our country. So, that being said, there are there's some really good news today for one someone that I completely and utterly love. See if you know her. today uh, officially filed motions in court to remove her father from any part of the conservatorship. If you've never, if you don't really understand what a conservatorship is, here's a quick lesson. Uh, once again, not legal advice, just I happen to know because I've been dealing with this. Uh, okay. um, it's pretty sad, actually. You know, Britney Spears has mental problems. There's, she's not denying it at all. The only thing that Britney Spears asked when she was um, when they were trying to strong arm her into this uh, conservatorship is that she didn't want her father to be involved with it. She didn't want her father paid any money because she felt like her father had already been a money grubbing guy as she was coming up in the uh, stardom, which actually happened really fast, as everybody knows. Maybe one more time uh, came on Britney Spears. She was a, uh, a new celebrity. I mean, kind of a celebrity that we had never seen before. 
even more than Madonna because Britney Spears was this young girl that had no experience whatsoever in how to deal with the paparazzi. They took advantage of her. Um, and then she met a backup singer or backup dancer who ended up, uh, she married him for a big reason. And that's where we'll leave that. Um, but the thing is, is that he was a user and what he ended up doing was Brittany, uh, got pregnant and she had two children, which she loves them to death. And then Kevin Featherline actually used her children against her. And he went to court to get more money from the judge, from the conservatorship, so he could spend more money on his other girlfriends and his other kids. Kevin, I think, has three other kids, including – so that makes either five or six kids. I lose count. He probably does, too. But everybody tries to make Kevin Federline out to be the good guy. Wrong. Kevin Federline actually started all this. I really believe that Brittany was going through, and this is from her mom, that she was going through uh, postpartum depression uh, with her pregnancy. And then when Kevin went to court and took her kids, she just, you know, she shut down. She just lost it. And who wouldn't? I mean, seriously. But anyway, in recent court filings obtained by uh, Variety, uh, Spears requests that Jody Montgomery permanently take over the role of conservator. Montgomery has been acting as Spears' temporary conservator since Jamie Spears stepped away in September 2019, citing health reasons. Actually, he was there was a restraining order taken out by Kevin Federline because Jamie Spears actually physically put his hands on one of Britney's children, and Kevin wasn't going to have it. Jamie Spears has acted as a conservator since 2008, but the pop star's lawyer, Samuel Ingram, uh, first filed to have him removed from the conservatorship last year. And he has been fighting Britney Spears every which of the way, which actually shows exactly what Britney said. He's a money-grubbing guy, and she doesn't want anything to do with him. I mean, the very, very first thing that as someone that is in control of her estate and her person because there's in a conservatorship there is a conservatorship of the person and there is a conservatorship of the state conservatorship of the person means that you can't feed yourself you can't make sure your your um, bills are paid you can't you know you, you just mentally can't deal with what's going on in the world and that's the easiest way to put it conservatorship of the estate means that you actually control the checkbook and you can make investments, withdrawals to whatever amount you want to. You can sell property. You can do anything in Britney Spears' name. And everybody may all know that Britney is a very – she's a, you know, a mega, mega, mega iconic uh, pop star. But she also owns a lot of real estate, which is actually shocking to me, actually, when I went uh, looking through the story. She owns like three or four mansions that – she doesn't actually have anything to do with besides she's flipping them. <laughs> so she's taking the common thing that a lot of people are doing, only she's flipping them to the tune. I think she paid $900,000 for a house, and she flipped it for $10 million. Now, I don't know that Britney Spears did that herself, but either way, I mean, hats off to her. I mean, 
This is a person that can't control themselves. This is a person that needs to be under a conservatorship for like 23 years. Jamie Spears, you've probably already been paid enough money to where you'll never have to work again. Do us all a favor and just go away. Your daughter wants nothing to do with you. Your ex-wife wants nothing to do with you. What's ironic in this entire thing is that Jamie Spears, while he was married to Lynn Spears, uh, Brittany's mother, he went to rehab for drug and alcohol abuse. (laughs) So literally somebody that was a drug addict and an alcoholic is over this multi-multi-million dollar estate. It's just he did a great job in the very beginning, but somewhere he just lost his way. And that's what happens with money. So um, great job for Britney Spears. So excited to see that she is, um, that she's doing things for her life. And she's not going to just let anybody control her anymore. And what's so awesome is that, you know, when you see hashtag free Britney, guys, That's actually true. In fact, if you watch on Hulu or YouTube, Framing Britney Spears, it will tell you, um, you, you'll you'll see and you'll think about her in a completely different way. I mean, it's really sad that, um, I mean, that's how I had to find out too, and I don't like that at all. So let's go to our song pick of the week. And we're almost out of time, but real quick, let's see if you know this young lady.
All right, guys. So that was Miranda Lambert and Ellie King. I actually forgot the name of the song. Uh, I want to get drunk because I actually went somewhere else on the switchboard. But anyway, Miranda Lambert is like number three on the country charts right now. And uh, you should go and get it. Also, don't forget to join Ty, her country music star, Ty Herndon's brand new official fan uh, page. It's uh, really pretty cool. It's only $10 a month. And uh, if you join it within the next 15, 20 days, you get a free T-shirt from Mr. Herndon himself. And uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it really is. Um, But go on All You Need to Know Radio's Facebook page, and we will have a link if you would like to go join it, okay? Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I know that talking about uh, violence and gun control is a very touchy uh, issue for a lot of people. But somebody's got to talk about it. And the Republicans are just lying to people, and I am sick of it. I'm I'm done with it. And, uh, like, Senator Ted Cruz, our shameless senator that, God, I hope he is not reelected. He looks like little Hummer and Munster, doesn't he? Anyway, uh, besides that, the guy just doesn't care about Texas. I mean, when we had no air... We had no water. We were at zero uh, degrees temperature. I mean, below eight degrees. I mean, below freezing. And Ted Cruz took it, wanted to take his family to Cancun because he thought his daughters should get out of the cold. Well, I'm glad that he thought about his daughters because his daughters don't pay his bills. We do. The American people do. And Ted Cruz, your time is almost done. Uh, You know, you lost my respect when Donald Trump, and I will say this, called your wife an ugly, fat woman, and you now kiss Donald Trump's ass. I wonder how sex in the bedroom is with you and your wife. I bet you'll probably end up being divorced when this is all done. And then who would marry you? Not anybody I would know. In any case, guys, Seriously, we need to be taking this gun control stuff seriously. Call your senators and tell them, get on it. Stop playing politics, okay? If we have to get rid of the filibuster, we have to get rid of it. We cannot allow the Republicans to be obstructionists to us changing policy, to us making it where the American people, you know, if if the Republicans had their way, There would be no $1,400 stimulus check. You do realize that, right? And Senator Joe Manchin, warning, all you need to know, radio is looking at you. Our eyes are on you. There's something about you that is not right. I'm going to figure out what it is. That's bad news for you, sir. Hopefully, you're paying your taxes correctly. Hopefully, you're keeping your hands off your staff and your health. Hopefully, if you have someone that is cleaning your house, you're not paying them in cash. You are paying them legitimately. We shall see, and we will report it back when All You Need to Know Radio investigates. Senator Joe Manchin, is he really a good guy or is he a fraud? We will find out because he is a royal pain in the ass for the Democrats and what we are trying to do. To change this country. With that, guys, I'm John Hollywood, your host. 
Tonight's show was brought to you by American Wealth Group USA. Call 469-399-6390. Get 50% off their services. With that, thank you for joining us. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, TikTok. TikTok's my new favorite thing. Snapchat, Tweed, um, Twitter, (laughs) everywhere you can listen to. Uh, Anywhere that you have social media, we're doing it. And we're now at 511,000 people that just at a click at a button, you hear us. And I love that. I love that. It's just, it's it's amazing to me that that many people actually care what we say. But you know why? It's because we don't spin anything on this show. And once again, I want to tell everybody on all of our social media, but especially Facebook, you guys are brilliant. All right, everybody. I, that song I means so, we are out I of time for so love going on and, and being on Facebook. And so just so you know, there are other people that post things on our social media, but who posts mainly is 95% me. And so there will be times that Facebook – and I'll read what you post, and I'll respond to you. And, and you know that because um, you have interacted with me. And sometimes they get heated. Sometimes they get threatening. Uh, I banned somebody from my radio show page earlier today, which I've not done in many years. But he was just a jackass, and he, then he doesn't get the privilege to hear me talk anymore. He so much did not like what I was saying, and he was so much trying to figure out where I was. And it was just weird, and I don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. You know, we work really, really hard here at All You Need to Know Radio to bring you a top-notch show. Please, show each other respect when you're on social media and communicating. Debate, giving us your opinion, I'll take that all day long. Threatening. Uh, being disrespectful will get you kicked off this page very quickly. Once again, I'm John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. To everyone in America and around the world, thank you. We are so humbled that you let us come into your living room, your car, wherever you let us do it. And with that, keep reaching for the stars because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you how to love, who to love, or how to make your dreams come true. I want to close with one thing. Ty Herndon, country music star, last week on our show said something that was so not like a country star, not like a celebrity like he is. And he said, go next door and check on your neighbors. Make sure that your neighbors are okay. We are in the middle of a pandemic. Make sure that everybody around you, including your friends, your family, but your neighbors, I mean, that's what Ty said. Just go knock on the door and tell them Ty Herndon sent you over there, all right? All right, my friends. Until next week, good night. Live from Dallas, Texas, and all you need to know, radio studios. Take care of yourself. All right. Hi. Hi. Why are you telling me to shut up? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't speak Arabic. I'm sorry. Um, Mua, 